0: Whiskey Wednesday episode joined by our good friend Mr. Matthew Weaver all the way out from Sacramento. How you doing, sir? Salute. Cheers. Salute. And joined again as always by Randy Yankson. What's up, man? Hey, it's good to be here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for including me, right? Yeah, I'm I'm here. We're drinking a little this, you know, it's funny. This bottle was given to me by Matt Weaver last December in our bourbon exchange. And uh, I've been waiting to open it with you. And it's delicious. It's Big really good, Widow yeah. Jane Decadence Maple Syrup uh, Aged. We could definitely pull it out. You can, yeah, at the end. Oh,
2: yeah. Delicious. delicious. And if you're going to give someone a bottle of bourbon... The best people to give it to are the ones who will share some with you. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah.
1: Like Fair do, enough. Do, do,
2: do.
0: So as you know, uh, this is the weekend. We're doing our boardroom meeting Iron Circle event. We're talking all marketing. Uh, I can't wait to hear from Matt uh, and some of his ninja tactics that we went over last week together on a phone call. Uh, really cool stuff. And, I, and I'll be
1: sh- sure to share some of the good stuff, the nuggets when we get out of that. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we mentioned, yeah, we mentioned some of that conversation you guys were having and- and about some of the things coming up. Direct mail like the cover- and, yep. Yeah, yep.
0: super cool. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in another episode. Today, this is cool because um, I wanted to bring Matt in here and really talk about his model, right? His business model is, is the opposite of our model. And, you know, our flag's in the ground, semi-private's the way, you know, team training's dead, it's red ocean, it's, you know, yesterday doesn't make sense, but- i'm it's funny i you know i see the videos that you post and i'm looking at your gym and it's packed it's packed and you guys are having a blast high fives lights are going off smoke is going on there's <laughs> wah, a, wah, there's, wah. a guy, yeah, there's a <laughs> dj in there there's a guy on stilts walking through nobody knows what he's doing there juggling fire yeah what
1: what but uh Breathers.
0: so
2: so for everybody matt how many gyms you own what uh, what's the model like so yeah, we're results transformation center headquartered out of Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. We currently have four locations and the model for the last decade has been team 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 training. Um, we repositioned ourselves as a category of one back in 2012. Uh, so nine years. Wow. Nine okay. years ago, we, we've done a lot of things over the years, but at that time, um, there wasn't a category CrossFit was just kind of still an emerging yep. concept mm-hmm. and uh, it was personal training access gym that was it there were two flavors and we created a group training that just grew okay to the point where it needed to be reengineered to meet the demand okay. that we created in the marketplace so so your model is,
0: is group we would call it boot camp here team training and many other gyms uh and so you've got one coach and what's
2: the how many clients per coach so it's fairly dynamic the average session size is about 18 people right now okay post-covid nice pre-covid uh we had attendance as many as 60 70 people at one time it's uh, regularly on the weekend mm-hmm. sessions he's sunday morning saturday yeah. morning what
1: kind of footprint uh, does it take to have 60 or 70 people in a class like that good question
2: uh, let's see. The typical footprint now, post-COVID, mm-hmm. we hung on to buildings that were at least 8,000 square okay. feet. Okay, okay. Yes. So F- sizable. Yeah. Not, yes. not
1: not your 1,200 square foot slivers. Which is one of the first things that, I, yeah, yeah, not what I would have t- expected out of the typical team training model great okay so interesting now you get a
0: bigger <clears throat> footprint because you you just have volume yep. you have volume and um you know what is i don't know if you want to share this or not but like what's the base operating expense in like one location if you feel free to share that yeah, or not
2: your typical expense load for a single location would probably be at about 40 to fifty thousand dollars a month at full interesting capacity
0: okay and see guys this is interesting because Team training models, boot camp, you know, bare bones, you go into a warehouse style and that's pretty low overhead. Typically, typically it is in the in the model that you see. This is not this is high overhead. You know, a lot of staff. You got a lot of bells and whistles going on and a
1: big footprint. Yeah, that and that's that's to me is like the biggest shocker. And now granted, yeah, you have to have the people in order to have that footprint. Mm -hmm. But. If you guys you guys are doing something right if you have that many consistent people to be able to sustain it. And that's what we're doing. And mind do, you,
2: we started at twenty three hundred square feet. Okay. That's Access only, one on one. Then we added twelve hundred square feet to do small group. Okay. And then because we were the only small group in town at the time, yep. there was just more than we can handle. So when we opened our next facility, we went to 11,000 or 12,000 square Way feet, big, yeah, and just built this massive space for the boot camp. At the time, it was more known in the market as yeah, boot, boot camp, camp sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really a necessity of how do we fit more people? Yeah, they all want to work out at the same time, Always. they all want what we do on the exact same schedule. <laughs> so, what happens when you get to X number of people? You got to expand, you got to expand. Yeah. So, we as we grew, we either repositioned uh, units close to each other to take the overflow, mm-hmm. added more times. But it, it really got built solely on we created demand that was impossible to service in eight hours a day for morning, for evening. OK, so you created demand just kind of threw that out there. How did that happen? Um, <laughs> writ- once upon a time, <laughs> living social and Groupon. Back then. Oh, got yeah. It. Yeah, I remember yeah, Groupon. Yeah. Yeah. Living social. Living,
1: I was going to say, I remember Living... Groupon might still be around, but Living Social, I mean, remember that was... That? A,
2: yeah. When we moved into the larger of the second facilities, the first facility opened in 2006, second facility opened in 2011. When we opened in 2011, we had already dabbled with Groupon and Living Social, but we couldn't really go too crazy with it because our space was small. When we got the large space... Double down we let a deal out and we had literally 545 people sign up in one day yeah (laughs) one i miss those those days yeah and (laughs) then we had to figure out how do we group sell yeah how do we get all we had to engineer into the solution and it was really based entirely on this appetite for what we were doing was so different than personal training and so different than an access only gym, it really, just didn't exist in the area. That's right.
0: Awesome. Wow. You know, it's funny. There, there was that the living social group on when you get five hundred people. I mean, in a day, that's unheard of. But like, you know, in a campaign, maybe yeah. like half of that. But you did it in one day. It's wild. Uh, I'd I'd like to know the price point on that. But now and then, the, then there was the Facebook where you could still pull that kind of game that those big numbers. God, it was stealing. There isn't, <laughs> there isn't anything like that right now
2: not um that you can arbitrage with almost nothing in right your barrier to entry is much higher yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we were able to you know do some magic really truly magic and because we did parlay from back when the group on living social they were one day blast one day yeah everything you did was in one day but like anything else right we scaled that and it fatigued they fatigued yes don't even exist anymore right so What was the next thing? The next thing was CPM (laughs) of pennies. Yes. And we were, of course, digitally in the game now because we got in on the Groupon and the Living Social and the group selling. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly now there's this new Facebook paid platform going on. And at that point, we had the control of the button how much we wanted. <laughs> That's to. exactly how it was. It was like, how many clients do you want? Just a couple more on. Yep.
1: Just, Oh, cool. Let turn. It would
2: show up. Dude, it was there. insane. Well, it do was you there. remember the MTV? You guys, well, you're not old enough. I, I remember. I'm like not, not old enough. I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> the MTV <laughs> that had music. Yes. With the I little guy it. from the moon. Yep. Landed <laughs> on the moon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Remember when you used to watch the commercials on MTV? Yeah. And they were the same advertiser at every commercial break. I remember because they a had repetition. no advertisers, yeah. and so the three guys who advertise.
1: You're seeing it now with um, apps, yeah, right? Like that's like it. app
2: app based television
1: or streaming services, right? Because you have so little, I mean, user it's engagement, a, yet, right? It's the beginning of the forefront. You're so you are getting the pounded by the same sounds every commercial.
2: Yeah. That's right, and so Facebook, we were. <laughs> We were the first advertisers on exactly. Facebook. Yeah, first market. And so you're just, you know, every sixth ad is a you. sponsored. You. But yeah. we're the only guys in the marketplace running sponsored ads, especially for God. fitness like, at the it, time.
1: Think, but there's a, that was a big thing, though. I mean, if you think about it, because we're experiencing that now with social. But like, it reminds me of being a kid. I could tell you Empire Carpet from Chicago, you know, like the phone numbers and all those and things. Oh. And like, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah. but because of the rapid, right the licks right we took so much repetition of so few choices now we're the opposite now we've got hundreds of thousands of ads a day we're getting hit with nuts and it's the battle of being that company or that memorable today
0: hey guys as you know at built to grow we're all about systems and scalability and that's why i want to tell you about one of our sponsors semi-private pro so just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself.
2: Well, the next step was the offer because first it was just turn it on yep. and you got free traffic. But when we really scaled is when we rolled out the money back uh, the six, six, week the six, six week challenge in
0: 2012. Yeah. Let's we'll, let's we'll, make that known.
2: 2012. Yeah. 2012. That's right. Yeah. Okay, we so we know. Yeah, we switched over to the group model and yeah. d- the group delivery system. So, right, so you're
0: telling me the six weeks challenge from gym launch existed before?
2: Uh, you know, launch? we were actually all in the same mastermind yeah. group. We There was a lot of gym owners, uh, not a lot, but 20, 20 of us, 15 yeah. of us or yeah. so. And uh, there were many of us in different parts of the all doing our thing, and mm-hmm. uh, we had already existed in the marketplace for five years. So that was our next thing. Got it. Good
1: plug for masterminds, you know, sharing uh, knowledge. And, uh,
2: <laughs> iron, circle, <laughs> iron Circle. Why are you no, sitting
1: in the seat?
0: It, exactly. No, but but it's it needs to be known. It was it was out there. It wasn't created out of thin air. It was. It oh, was yeah. Back then, so we have a whole episode, episode fifty. I know it memorized about the rise and fall when everybody did it. We had guys, we had probably every gym in the area was doing it. And that, that was part of the fall, right? A known tactic is a blown tactic. And when it becomes known, it's blown. When Facebook became known, it's now blown on some levels. We still get leads. It just costs more. And if you have a higher lifetime value of your client, you can, you can play the game better. But all right, so go, I want to go back to the model for a second because we're opposite. Uh, well, in one, one of your locations, you're kind of creeping to the semi-private world. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just, just throw that one in there. <laughs> but what, when it hit me the other day, I was looking at your friend, Latasha, a friend of ours, right? We, we both know her and she was doing a, an event in her gym. And I remember doing events at my gym. I don't do them like this anymore. It was like an Olympics event where there was teams and they were competing with each other and it was packed every time she turned the camera to be another 20 people and then she would turn it around it'd be, and be then she went outside there's another 50 people out there and I'm like in my head i'm thinking okay this looks like a lot of work to me it looks like a lot of work is it worth it and then i'm thinking man that model works too do i believe in it or do i want to do it no but it works and there's something to be said the same thing hit me when I was at this big box gym, and I looked at everybody in that group room dancing. There's all these little heads in there, and it was <laughs> packed. I don't believe in that style of workouts, but they're having a blast, and people want it. That there's something to be said there, and so so let's get into your model a bit more. You, obviously, your large group training. Do we talk about price points?
2: Sure. Yeah. So um, let me and let me just give you a little bit about you know, how and why we really settled there. The second gym, the first gym, we did semi, uh, what we called uh, partner training initially. And then it was uh, SGT, small group training, and then the boot camps. And the boot camps were engineered at the times that people wanted most often. It wasn't a product of us being, this is how many people we want to train. It was this many people coming to the door at 5 a.m. But my background before the gyms, I was in entertainment. Nightclubs, parties. I can see that. I can see that. Tomorrow
1: (laughs) night we're going to be hearing (laughs) the stories.
2: So the that my business partner and I, we brought, we we retired from that. um, Went into corporate world. I went through my weight loss transformation. He was a big part of that. And we were looking for something to clean up our act. Not serve booze. Mm -hmm. Help people with this Mm -hmm. journey. But we just had this innate part of us where the music was going to be louder, the 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 lights were going to be. A, I mean, we spend yeah. more on lights and sound than most people do on the whole build out. Yeah, I get, the, yeah so, I get it. And it it just it once we were able to choose the second location was let go of everything else. Okay, and do this in a way that just blows people's minds. Cool. And so it was very really intentional. A, yeah, very yeah. intentional. And I was in my 30s, right? And I'm in my later forties now. Um, but I was taking that element of the entertainment business with me very, very intentionally Sweet. because I wanted yeah. to serve that up to people kind of as a, a part of the delivery model.
1: Well, that's okay. a big deal, right? We talk, I mean, when we had John on for the previous episode, like we talked client experience, we talk client experience all the time. I mean, I, I grew up in Chicago, the house music scene, the, the, the influence of music is a big deal in a lot of the day to day. And so like, I, I know that gyms, you know, in Europe have had live DJs in there for mm-hmm. years. Like it's an experience outside of the, all the time, outside of the result. What is a client getting? That's not just their ass falling off or bigger muscles. You know what I mean? It and, is. Yeah. It's in, it's a big show. It is, it is. It is. And the ability to sell that though, I'm sure like your pack, your background in your past kind of paved a little bit of kind of you know, you didn't come up the traditional route of fitness. Not it wasn't client result focus, like most trainers Technical. step into. Exactly, right? Like we talk all the time, like the trainer brain is that the trainer who's like, oh man, I, I, I reached the pinnacle of being a trainer. The next progression is go open a gym. Well, what are you thinking about? What is he thinking about? Is she thinking about going and training a client, providing the best result? You come from a nightclub background. Now you're in the fitness industry. At the end of the day, you need to acquire clients and have them enjoy their experience in the time that they're with you. You just came with a
2: different lens. And my lens was purely how do I keep you coming when I know you don't want to go? That's okay. So
0: let's talk about this one. This would be a great question. What's more important, the experience, the show, the entertainment or the actual results of the client? Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator Program at winninggym.com grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right. Once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show.
2: For retention. Getting the client to come back over and over again. Okay. So
0: is that driven by the results they're getting more or the experience that
2: they're having? Well, you tell me, when (laughs) when do you get somebody results?
0: Define results back. when they come back. Define results. How, how
2: often do they have to come back? Oh, All the
0: yeah, I mean three. How, times how a week.
2: long do they need to be here before you can deliver value? Got it. So it starts with the experience. The first the touch point.
0: It's great, yeah. it, and that's that's my thoughts yeah. too. Yeah.
2: The the results are how you keep them absolutely. But
0: it's, but it's it's funny is we have you have to be able to provide it first. We have a, a slew of clients that we put into a bucket called lifestyle clients. They don't care about the results. Or maybe they do, but they don't quit because they're not getting results. They just love being here. They just love it. That it's a community. And so to me, it's about the experience, not necessarily the results. And in the trainer brain, it's mm-hmm. all about the technical, the results driven, everything there. Yeah, yes, we get results because they come back. So it needs for everybody listening. This is your takeaway. A bigger takeaway is look, start with the experience first. Not the actual programming itself, but the
1: environment. It goes back to, and we talked about it again, it's really relevant, right? Like we got the iron circle and we just had this conversation with John, but John, we were talking about like the certification. You can throw on a thousand certifications in your trainer or your trainer could have a thousand certifications. It's not going to make you more money. People aren't going to rush to your gym because of the list of certifications, the resume of results essentially, Mm -hmm. or that can lead to results. They don't. Nine times out of ten, our clients don't really care about that. They care about what the hell it feels like while they're getting abused by one of our traders, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, it's yeah, I mean, awesome. that's that's interesting. It's very interesting.
2: And everybody's in it for a different deal, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Subjective. Uh, yeah. I mean, some people, to feel significant, you just need to remember their name. Yeah. And that's the experience they're looking for because they don't go anywhere else where they actually are recognized and appreciated yes. by name. So, whereas my culture started out with this music and this energy and this all this thing, really what I was doing was appealing to people who weren't getting what they needed elsewhere sure. and, and giving them a place that they felt more comfortable. You can do that anywhere in any delivery model. Right, But the real, for me, the the tactics I had were a reflection of where I came from. And I was never a trainer. I was never a coach. I, sure. I hired a guy at 24 Hour Fitness who quit and uh, trained me. And we became business partners to open our first gym. And then he quit again. And then he left me with the gym. And my business partner, we didn't know much. We worked at Corporate America. We yeah. never worked in the gym until this fifth gym was open. Wow. Then we left Corporate America. So the experience for me has always been to get in my own head Go back to the big box gym and say, what are the things that'll keep you out of here? And how do I trick people in long enough? Literally trick people in long enough to fall in love with the process. And my whole, my whole charade, if you would here is to disguise exercise up in a package that makes you want to participate in it more frequently and feel more comfortable in it. You're going to hit, you're going to hinge, you're going to push, you're going to press, you're going to pull, you're going to have time under tension. You're going to change your work rest ratios. We're going to do all the things you do in training but we have to deliver it in a way that's sneaky because if you wanted a personal trainer you'd have one. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a CrossFit you'd have one. If you wanted a big box gym you'd have one. Okay. So what what does that leave me as the non-trainer guy? The fat guy who came into the gym business <laughs> hey. and I got what what's what's my edge? Sure. And I come in and use my edge.
0: It, because well, it's obviously work. Because at one point, you're already up to 12 locations. 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw 12. 12, embellish. <laughs> the fish was this big. <laughs> the fish big. was this big. <clears throat> 11 locations. Obviously, strategically with COVID, you 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 cut the
2: dogs out and you just stayed with the, the best. Well, performing. and it came down to Randy's question about square footage. I didn't know. Looking up, you know, in 2020, I was looking at my leases and said, what's going to work? Social distancing, sure. this much sure. space oh, between yeah. equipment. So I let go of anything that was less than five thousand square feet, nice, and didn't have a standalone parking lot where I could train people outdoors. That's how you, that's how you made a decision. That just used to get and to give you credit. And I know you got yeah, something to say, yeah. but we got to give Matt credit here too
1: because I don't know if anybody in our in my ecosystem pivoted as hard as you did during COVID to make what you needed to do happen. I mean, yeah, you went props you, and we I did, mean, we've brought this up. Oh yeah. About. I mean, like we're, we're both very big on, on the, the willingness to go to work. You've done it. Yeah. No. And that, yeah. Big props to Matt. One of the
0: things you did was you went with the mobile yep. staged vans mm-hmm. that if the stage folds out of the van. I can go anywhere to park because in California, you guys were.
2: We knew it was going to last a while, <laughs> We knew, you know, once Nevada opened and we were still sitting in right. California. And so you guys were open in Arizona and everybody right. was going to be full of steam. And we're like, look, this is going to last like I don't know how long. But through the election, we knew oh, like yes. I said without question, California is going to be used as a, a, a mm-hmm. part of this political game. And we are going to need to hunker down for the rest of this year. So we rolled um, thousands of yards of turf out in our parking lots, got (laughs) permits to put tents, please. (laughs) More whiskey when we start talking about 2020. (laughs) And um, Is is there enough? (laughs) And honestly, it was a defend the fortress, know that we're burning money, you know, faster than you can burn money because we were in it for the long haul. And we knew that this new model that we were going to come out on the back end was going to be resilient for what we did. Perfect. Even if we had to be in our own parking lot, yeah. for a year and a half, and you did. That, I watched it. Yeah, you had tents. You had the whole, the, all the equipment was outside. Yeah, tents. You guys dealt with storms. You dealt with. I uh, didn't. You, was it Van- looter vandalism, vandalism?
1: Right. Like didn't some? Yeah. Didn't. Oh, we've
2: be- been burglar, Listen, in, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been in California. My locations. We've been burglarized four times. We've had two arsents um, and within a half mile of different businesses that I run have had shootings um, and it's all just yep. p- kind of part of what we deal with in Cal it's all, all of that's on the California side. So Jeez. having fun with that. But, you know, it's a model of the U.S. Right. Yeah, um, but none, nonetheless, come back to that to say the model. I didn't pick being outside in the rain in the tents. Sure. We were sneaking people into the building to do one on one personal <laughs> training. Do you get. Hey, are you sure you hey. want to record? And that? you know yeah. what? Everybody, people everybody. wanted to be outside with the team. Awesome. Well, there you go. That's And something. so when you start thinking about, you know, you doing the switch, and I've had mentors for at least a half dozen years, like, oh, you got to go to semi private. I'm like, yeah. They're yeah, coming to you I, for the group. I'm like, I would love to just magically. Believe you, but this is what's happening at my front door. I've got this demand. These people want this program. And so to see that in the midst of storms and, and air quality from fires, yeah, yeah these people big, are coming yeah. for this. This is important. Yeah. This to delivery them, yeah. model on this schedule with this flexibility the, the third place. is so important to them well, it's, that it's not up to me to I, decide. I, this I, This I belongs agree. to them. This yeah. business is here because of them. Yeah. And this is the business we got to keep. So you truly in. feel morally obligated to continue it. When they show up and including the team, right? The team, the team's the got staff, wet yeah. socks. They're in yeah. it all yeah. the way. They want to serve this client who came here and changed their life this way. We're not going to talk them into group working with two people only unless they got so COVID scared. You know, yeah, sensitive yeah, yeah. that they became a handful of those people who sure. kind of defected away, which is a reality. But I started realizing there was no way. I I felt before COVID, as I heard everybody say, "You got to make the change." So I don't. I, you got to come where where we're at and look at what we're doing.
0: Well, that's that's why I'm bringing you in here to to talk about this because I'm willing to say that look. There's other ways. I'm definitely willing to say that.
1: Well, oh. Matt might be an anomaly. I mean, he's well, unicorn. No, 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 genuinely. But I think that that is to your point, right? Like, I think we still have the same belief that for for the general user, our belief between Tim and I, right? Like, putting the flag in that semi-private is the most you know profitable, profitable model that you can step into. I think that holds. It holds weight if you're not willing to go above and beyond, do a little bit extra. A lot think extra. outside. Well, absolutely. Think outside of the box, like, like to the conversation. You're not just another place to go
2: get sweaty. No. You know what I mean? And but that's I, I, the differentiator. I would you know? offer this up to anybody listening. If I was a trainer term business owner, gym owner, I would absolutely go with semi-private, small group and stay away from the large group. Yeah. In 2022, 2021. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. By the same time, if I came into uh, pre-COVID with this identity, and I had this product that was working before COVID, you know what? There's less of us in the market than there were. There go. A year ago. So guess what? If you were really good at what you were doing before, and you're still here, people still want it. But if I was starting brand new today with the cost of leads, with the cost of yes. real estate, with the cost of labor, yeah. with all those different things, I would 100% firmly align with the semi-private model without question. Now, on the other hand, now I'm, I'm an operator, not a trainer. Sure, I don't train to save money on labor. I always pay somebody else to do everything yeah. in yeah. my business. And so I have to invest money to make money. I do not make money to being the only person in the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not You're my, not the solopreneur. Yeah, over that's, yeah, that's, yeah, sure. that's not what I do. And I never was. And because I came from that other place, my business model of deploying human capital at a business with capital uh, is different than a trainer who would come in and just be able to gradually kind of fire themselves from being a day-to-day um, operator, operator yeah. and do it in a way that doesn't risk all of the cost and all of the expense so the barrier to entry and the delivery model and the efficiency and all of the things besides behind semi-private if I moved to Montana and I started over tomorrow I, to I wouldn't tomorrow. try to do oh, large group, I'm right? to, every day I'm trying <laughs> I would do exactly what you're saying on the other hand I, you know I'm jealous right 499 a month unlimited training I'm like man they only have 10 less people than I do and they're charging <laughs> three hundred dollars a month more per person yeah, I know. um there's advantages and disadvantages however though the product I created and you and you use latasha yeah. she's a hundred miles away but she's in Northern California also so yeah. we have really similar uh cultural components in terms of the you know what the market is looking for sure these people's needs cannot be met through the other delivery models so it'd be irresponsible if we can at a profit continue to meet the needs of this part of the market now the magic is if we can figure out how to do both Both. both. Yeah, right? yeah, do both. <laughs> well th- isn't it the dilemma that all of us are always
1: in right. right like we would love to serve everybody i had somebody i had a, a great call with a client who's looking for some guidance on making the transition runs across your business right now, traditionally class-based mm-hmm. um, has dabbled with some one-on-one and things like that, right. Getting through COVID, but you know, the, the fear in the, in the, his situations, like I, well, I can't get rid of that. No. Right. But how do I layer in this semi-private option? And and we all want that. Right? And, I mean, it'd be great, but but he he said it, he goes, I, you know, I said, well, who, what is your avatar client? Who do you serve? And he goes, well, you know, I'll serve anybody who comes to us. Uh, and I go, ah, I go, well, that might be your first problem for why you're not where you want to be, because a bit, guys, Starbucks doesn't make whatever the hell you want. Starbucks Starbucks makes what they're good at, right? Like McDonald's, even Burger King, right? You have it your way. Yeah, sure. Of the things that they have to offer, you know, they're not going out and doing, you know, grilled, I don't know, weird Calibut. chickens or yeah, they're not throwing, a, you know, a ton of fish. On the, it, they stick to what they know and they do it really well.
2: You and got they your have choices within that. And but they have assets that. Make it easier to do those things. Sure, right? Like, what am sure. I going to do with an eighty-five hundred square foot facility in semi-private? Uh, exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm on a, a. Well, I have eight
1: thousand here.
0: Three quarters of
2: an acre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> it is. It's like this is a greater footprint than most of my, my my home. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm looking at is this is a tool I still have, um, and who knows what long term trends are? But I think layers, you know, is is my goal. You know, now that we're, we're evolving because of course there's people who still want to train at home. Otherwise Peloton would have already, their stock would have crashed. We just talked about it. (laughs) Um, there's people who want to train one on one who absolutely graduate from what we can do in a large group. And this has been, this is when we matured as a business, I realized. We can only meet your need until. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, in that, I produced at least 10 entrepreneurs out of my business. There you go. Interestingly, mm. what it was they weren't entrepreneurial in my business. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fact is that, you know, we can address your needs in a group of 20 or 30 one way. Yes. But that coach, that trainer who builds a relationship with you, with you more intimately has a conversation. I'd like to work with you on these things that we can't do in the large group. Yeah, we need and more if focus, you, more time. That's right. And if you don't offer that under your roof, you're going to leave operation. that money and, and you're going to have coaches and, and <clears throat> staff who actually take those people to their garage, into oh, their house. So now we're looking to layer in what you guys are doing with semi-private, yep. mostly to protect the graduated customer, the customer who says, you know what, I graduated past this or I need something else. It, well, we... we <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is exactly what we talked about. <laughs> you yes, so weight loss is great for some or for a large group training. Yeah. It's great. Weight loss, metabolic conditioning, heart rate's high, music's bumping, sweaty, moving around in multiple directions. Make friends. Make friends. You're gonna drop the weight. Now it's time to build muscle. You can't build mu- you can burn fat in a large group. You could, depending on the exercises, let's be honest. But the muscles built with strength training, strength training is how you build muscle. You can't do complex movements with sixty people. You well, just can't it, cross it comes down to the tries. quality
1: of it comes down to the quality of coaching, right? Safety, like the safety. safety. That, that's really what comes down to. Because co- coaching cues, like when people are just moving fast, we don't do any burning bar- fat.
2: barbell work, yeah. in a large group, yeah, and just on the pure. Yeah ethos and ethics of how we deliver, which means that somebody who wants to do that work, we leave them stranded. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and that's to your
1: your point, right? You're trying to find that so if you don't offer
2: it, they're going to go down the street to the guy that can't. And and because we built them up to that level. Yeah. So shame on us. So that's why we let go of anything that was like 4,000 square feet or 3,500 or 3,000 because we knew we couldn't carve out a group of 25 and a group of four in the same building with no walls and deliver both a private elite training experience and mm-hmm. a group. So the, the assets we held on to have separate space that could, can be separately identified. When you get there. Separately, separate music, separate lights, separate moods, separate everything. Yep, yep. And so we only held on to the locations that afford us the secondary room and to do
0: that. Iron Circle, hashtag Iron Circle, you, you
2: own these buildings. Two of the four. See, look the at that. The third ones we're working on. We're See? working on it. We're yeah. working on, on buying the buildings. And i be honest with you, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't wouldn't want to stay in the business. <laughs> Real estate's the game. <laughs> well, no, it's 11 landlords pre-COVID. Um, yeah. Oh. 11 landlords yes. pre-COVID. Two now. Me and somebody else. Right there. <laughs> there you, <laughs> you go. Got, <laughs> one one other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that you can build an amazing business. And this is... Way off topic. But I will tell anybody who doesn't know this today, you can't build the business to propagate your future
1: Paying if you don't else.
2: control yeah, there you go. the asset into the future. And I've had people who've bought and sold the buildings I miss. And um, I have to say, I I thought I had built something that was bulletproof and right. that was the right. p was beautiful and And once I realized with COVID that I was the landlord's, you know, uh, voodoo doll and they could do whatever they want with, I I decided you can't scale. Good. With those rules. That's just
0: another reason. That's a hard, hard lesson. I don't look at it that way, but that makes complete sense. Like, yeah, the landlord tomorrow, we're out of our, we're in month to month Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're moving. They could say, "Hey, we got a five-year tenant. You got to go. You know, here's, here's your 30-day notice." And you're, I would scramble. I would, and I'll tell you some stories at, at lunch here in a minute. Uh, but yes, the the for me, the end the end game is the asset of the building, the real estate, the rental income, the property. That is gonna. That's where I'll retire, not in the biz, not the gym.
1: For those of you still listening, that's yeah. the difference between like, hey, you're figuring out your gym. Versus what's next in life, like there you go. Yeah. like true. That is the iron circle. That I'm glad it kind of got to that because that's the difference of why we have gentlemen like this, like like Matt on this, is yeah. because he he brings value in a way to the conversation of a, and I'll you know, be a honest, I recruited
0: like, Matt. I I went after him <laughs> yeah. for a year. Yeah. Trying to get it, man. I wanted to I, selfishly. I wanted you in in our circle. I wanted and
1: somewhat you. because you do bring mm-hmm. a different view. Like nobody likes standing in a room and saying something, and everybody just nods their head. Oh no. Well, I, there, and right? I uh, conversation.
2: I have to say, Tim, you you know you you oh, recruited okay. me, but you also earned me. I took a two year hiatus mm-hmm. from any continued anything, any coaching, any mastermind. I've been burned. I've seen people steal my stuff. Ugh. Um, I'm the guy in the room giving lectures at the end of the thing. And I'm like, well, why am I paying to give the information out um, to people who are going to steal it and resell it and do things with it? So I took a big time out. And after being so isolated last year, I was like, well, I better get out of my little freaking bubble bubble and get in here and (laughs) and, uh, mix in with the Iron Circle. But I, I will say this, going backwards you know, those of you who are training in the trenches, which is most of you listening to the show right now, I didn't have anything when I started this company. I had a job at Corporate America right. and a trainer who helped me lose 175 pounds yeah. at a business partner who was yeah. also willing to go into debt with me sure. and roll the dice. And just like you, I had every handcuff on me. I can't do this. I don't have money to do this. And I don't have money to do that. And we just leveled up little by little. And it was ugly. 2008 crash. Mm -hmm. Now we got COVID under our belt. I mean, we're talking ugly. But guys, do the work. Level up. And then get yourself out of operations. Get yourself out of service delivery. Become a operator next. And then after you become an operator, become a real business owner. There is a succession plan here. You need to be a... Boots on the ground, know every customer, build your network, build your net worth, build your uh, address and your Rolodex. But if you have to teach every class and check every client into every semi-private, that's what you got to do until you build enough equity into your business to hire out at each level. And then when you hire out at each level, just make sure you fire yourself out of your last Thank job you. every two <laughs> years great. and level up. Because I had when I left corporate America seven years ago this month- I haven't been, you know, I've, I've been a gym owner for 16 years. I'm welcome, w- welcome to freedom, by the way. Congratulations. Right. Seven, I'll, I'll drink to that. Seven, <laughs> years, seven <laughs> years ago, I had I, my, my criteria for leaving at t because I had a $200,000 a year corporate nice. job. Beautiful. Was to have no debt. That's it. Okay. It's, except for the mortgage, right? Yeah. W- which really means I was still penniless. <laughs> yeah. When I left at t Sure. You know, but my point being is it's taken seven years to now own a couple of buildings. I own three or four other unaffiliated businesses businesses that are not even related um, to the industry at all. And each level, we just promote ourselves out of the last level. Sure. Um, But don't be afraid to do the work and don't be afraid to be the front desk person and the coach and all those different things in my path. Or Latasha's path, or the handful of people who've done the large group at scale's path, doesn't mean it's your path. It doesn't even mean I recommend it to somebody who's doing it today. At the same time, I think we can still do what we're doing for another decade and deliver it to a ton of people who sure. just love this delivery model and can't have their needs met because of price point, because of convenience, because of all the different things that we offer. Um, but if you're in the trenches and you're the boots on the ground guy, don't get discouraged from where you're at. Just level up every couple of Re-invest. years and give yourself time to just fire yourself and promote yourself to finally being a business owner mm-hmm. and an entrepreneur um, from somebody who works in your business. I love that. I'm going to I'm gonna drop the mic there. <laughs>
0: I that's love good. That. Thank you, Matt. That was awesome. And and appreciate you sharing. And I know that we went into some details and stuff. And I'm happy to have you here. And let's go to lunch. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. That's Cheers. it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Hopefully, you got some great information from that last episode. And while you're at it, For your chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card, we are doing a State of the Union survey. It will only take you three minutes. That's why we made the URL, winninggym.com slash three minutes. Looking to get about a 1,000 responses. And when we do get those responses, we're going to host a webinar and uh, show you who won the gift card. So when you get a chance, please head over to winninggym.com slash three minutes, and we'll see you on the next show.